0: Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 145. Kind of a longer episode, I think, or at least there's going to be quite a bit of music in it, and we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Um, I haven't done one of these in about a month. March got busy, and I'm not sure what happened, but now it's spring with shows on the horizon and a bunch of new stuff to share. So before we get into the podcast... I want to let you know that uh, if you've been to my website at all, you know that I like making videos out of my songs, especially videos that tell a story, and I've finally been able to capture some videos of me and my friend Steve Kritzer playing together. We've been a duo um, kind of officially for a while, and we finally got some live video from a very nice house concert in February. So, if you go to michaelgather.com, M I C H A E L G A I T H E R.com, over on the sidebar under featured videos, you'll find one for She's My Superpower. It's me with Steve Kritzer playing mandolin and our friend Jeff Baker playing percussion. And it's a multi-camera shoot, courtesy of our friend Richard Newman, who does amazing work. Um, that's my newest thing to plug, so I wanted to get that out. But if, you're, if you've are if you done house concerts or ever thought about hosting a house concert, we would love to play at your house, backyard, or event center, or wherever. And um, check out the video. It's a, lo- it's a really fun song, and it, some songs are just tricky to capture live when we finally got it. She's my superpower at michaelgaither.com. Um, On the other side of michaelgiddy.com, there's this podcast called Songs and Stories, and um, the one today is going to be very cool. It's kind of a wild card kind of podcast. Someone said, you want to interview this guy? He's really cool. And I said, okay. And I'm glad I did because he's really cool. I figured Evangeline Elston, my friend, recommended him, so I figured he would be very cool. His name is Ernest Troost, and you might not know that name, but you've definitely most likely heard his music. Um, he's raised in the East Coast, and he came out to L.A. a couple of decades ago, I believe, to be a film composer to to basically write and score and conduct scores for for movies and television. In fact, um, he wrote the the score for Tremors, one of my all time favorite movies. We found out, so we sat around the kitchen table when he came over and played One Degree of Kevin Bacon. Well, not really, but it would have been a fun game to play. It would have been quick, actually. One degree of Kevin Bacon. There's Ernest. Um, if you listen to that bluesy guitar, if you go back and watch Tremors, all that nice bluesy guitar is Ernest playing. He's, he's a blues guy when he plays. Um, but he's been a composer for 20 years. He's won an Emmy Award for an HBO film he did. He And then he kind of rediscovered his songwriting roots at McCabe's Guitar Shop uh, several years ago and, and went off to win awards at Kerrville. He's done four records And um, he was through the Bay Area recently and stopped in at our house and sat around the kitchen table and sang a few songs and talked about kind of how he went from composing scores to kind of back into songwriting, which he kind of does equal parts these days. So that's the setup. And if you're new to songs and stories, you can find out more about this podcast while you're listening. By again going to michaelgather.com. It's M I C H A E L G A I T H E R.com. And look for the section on the, the, the page for blogs or podcasts. The notes for this will be up there. I'll have links to Ernest's site and some other things we talk about. Probably Tremors, too, and his Kerrville Award. You can also find him at ErnestTruce.com. E R N E S T T R O O S T. I'm reading it out loud. With my glasses, and I'm still seeing blurry. Um, ErnestTrust.com. His latest record is called Lie. No. That was his last record I was admiring. <laughs> his newest record is called Oh Love, and it's, it's bluesy and fun and, and slightly dark in a couple of spots, but it's a love story, song, album, and it's, it's really a lot of fun. Let's hear a couple of complete studio tracks. We're going to hear Weary Traveler and then I'll Be Home Soon. We'll sit around and talk to Ernest, and then we'll have him play a couple of things live around the kitchen table. So here we go. Here's Ernest, Ernest Troost from Oh Love, and then some live chat around the kitchen table.
1: Weary we traveler, rest a while. Weary we traveler, rest a while. Trouble I see.
0: Welcome to Watsonville. Well,
1: thank you. Nice to be here. And you've
0: been enjoying Santa Cruz and finding your way around. Yes,
1: we were there last night and we walked around and drove down near the uh, roller coaster, but it was all closed up. Oh, which is kind of spooky. But it's
0: it's kind of neat at night when it's all closed down. Yeah. Have you seen Lost Boys, the movie? No. That's that's the iconic shot from Lost Boys. Is that carousel and Kiefer Sutherland in his vampire garb and flying over the (laughs) (laughs) It's It's an old roller coaster. Yeah, 1920s. Yeah.
1: That was cool. I always like those wooden roller coasters, not yeah. to go on them, just to look at them, imagine painting them.
0: Yeah, and maintaining them. Yeah. 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 In fact, the way it's set up is when you walk into it, they have like one of the tracks goes over sort of the loading area, so the whole building shakes. So the first time you actually go on that roller coaster and you're in line, the whole building shakes, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Oh, you know? so it's fun. That's it's great. Fun.
1: Yeah, it's, it seems like a beautiful town, We haven't too much time to explore yet. But yeah, we can do that tonight.
0: Yeah, we just had a nice conversation about Watsonville and yeah. farming and where the canning went and what's left yeah. and yeah, but um, yeah, it's it still is, a farming town. It's
1: a beautiful town.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to ask you right off. The, we'll talk about the new record, but what was it like working on Tremors? I'm a B movie geek. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun. It yeah. was uh, a long time ago at this point. Yeah. Um, but it was, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. The the guys that wrote it were really, the producers and mm-hmm. really cool. And um, and I think I must have worked on that for three months. Wow, It was a long time. Um, I actually
0: have it on DVD, so we, we're going to watch oh, it do again you, tonight. Yeah. Ernest no, wrote that, that wrote that that passage there.
1: Yeah, most of the most of the bluesy kind of stuff uh-huh. is uh, you know is mine, but yeah, you know, all the music. Yeah. but um, if somebody else watched that. Uh, I remember. Getting a kick out of it. Oh, Bruce Springsteen, when his wife was in labor, they watched Tremors. I don't know if it was it was in a newspaper or
0: something. I thought. Like on the monitor in the room, was a lot thing is. to have on during yes, during. I thought that was funny. That is funny. I thought that was funny. That is funny. So I, I guess for folks that don't know you, this is Ernest Troost, and you're a singer a songwriter. You've won awards at Kerrville. You're the first, I think, any award-winning songwriter to sit at our kitchen table. Oh, that's nice. So, and you're L.A. based, you are you from L.A.? or no. Kind of how did you end up there?
1: Uh, originally um, Connecticut. Oh, okay. Um, so East Coast. And, mm-hmm. um, and came here really, well, about 25 years ago to mm-hmm. pursue film and television. Okay, so music. you came with that in mind. Yeah. I came with that in mind and I hadn't written songs in years and years, um, not since high school Mm -hmm.
0: so um, so were you a composer at that point but not a songwriter that's right so
1: all the music i did for film and television Mm is more classical orchestral Mm -hmm. stuff yeah you know i conduct the orchestra and write out for the whole the whole thing that's what that's what Mm -hmm. i really wanted to do and that's what i pursued um and and got to do it on a lot of projects yeah Um, still do do some not quite as much but once i got interested Got sort of reacquainted with the whole songwriting thing. It was like, wow, kind of got is, back on your blood. Yeah, I just couldn't shake it. So, yeah. um, so I'm I'm mixing it up. Do uh-huh. you know? Do some smaller scores for a few months, and then we'll we'll go out for a week and a half or something or two weeks on a tour somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we've been back east a bunch of times on tours. Oh, nice. But yeah, but yeah I did come to Los Angeles to pursue that, and um, and have been have been.
0: Doing You've done for, well. It sounds like too.
1: Well, it, it's been I've been lucky. You know, yeah. you, you get to work on, um, what kind of projects you get to work on sometimes determines what you get to write. And mm, I really mm-hmm. wanted to write classical yeah. style, you know, sort of traditional film music uh-huh. uh, with an orchestra, and I've gotten to do that a lot.
0: What are some of the things you've worked on that we've well, um,
1: well, Tremors, obviously, we yeah. mentioned that one, but, um, Lesson Before Dying was a HBO, the HBO movie they did. Yeah. Um, and, and, of course, I, I love the books and the stuff that a lot of their films are based on. Mm-hmm. Um... That was um, Don Cheadle was in that, mm-hmm. um, and um, that won a lot of awards for them that year. Um, I think they got an Emmy for Best Picture for that um, that movie. Um, and then I worked on um, a lot of Hallmark Hall of Fames, the ones that are the specials that come mm-hmm. on like three or four times a year. Yeah. And and I did um, I the Cannibal Ghost, um, which is a classic, uh, you know, British. Yeah. Um, ghost story mm-hmm. kind of thing and that's that's what i wanted emmy for but that was very orchestral sort of um well very colorful you know woodwinds and strings oh, and harps cool. and timpani and the whole bit um and i've done a lot of um a lot of hallmark hall of fames that were and a lot of those are based on on books i kind of like the ones that are based mm-hmm. on literature and um I'm trying to think of Saint maybe um,
0: and I bet those time periods kind of dictate what you choose as far as orchestration so you can probably true. pick and choose that way too yeah
1: that's true and the, the interesting thing is that years ago when I started working for them the guy who was the executive producer um, I would every time I would present some themes almost every time I would introduce some acoustic guitar you know because it seemed like it was kind of a bucolic setting or something like yeah. that he wanted to know. Really, huh. in, in in his in his productions, huh. he said that they made him think of hillbillies, and that wasn't what they were doing.
0: <laughs> and so I would end up writing more. It wasn't vocal-esque. a banjo, you no, know. No, no. yeah. <laughs> right. I would I would end up at here's a washtub. What do you think of this? And a stick. Type exactly.
1: Tip. They're starting to get now. They're starting to do a little bit more with uh, acoustics, guitars, and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of um, a lot of um, stuff with uh, orchestra, mostly mm-hmm. you know, sort of like in, in a. In a broad-sense, broad sort of Copland-esque. Okay. So it's sort of like folk music, except it's an orchestra play. Yeah, you know? yeah. Very simple,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, kind of tonal stuff. And I really love that. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to do that a lot. Wow. Yeah.
0: And then when the... So about when did songwriting kind of kind of peek its way back in?
1: Well, it was probably roughly about 10 or 12 years ago, I'd say.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah it was just... It was very a very curious thing. We bought, We bought a house... In, um, in Los Angeles, in an old house, mm-hmm. built in 1937. And one family had lived there before us, basically. And um, our neighbors had been there for a long time, and they told us the story about the, that this woman, who had lived in the house for so long, had books on the front porch, and all the kids in the neighborhood would come, and she would read to them. Mm. And she was, had this knack for finding what it was that connected just right with each kid.
0: Now there is a song idea.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so they said, yeah. so your house really has great vibe oh, because this, okay. you know, this And I remember going back to the house What's the and house kind for of stories? standing there and yeah. thinking, you know, for some reason I just thought, well, maybe I should think about songwriting again. Mm. It was this weird thing like because this woman had been in this house. Mhm. And um, somewhere along the line, I walked into McCabe's, the guitar, famous guitar place in, yeah. in, Los, in Santa Monica. Hadn't been in there, and walked in, and, and, and the whole vibe of the place was like, here's all these people doing folk music, all these acoustic guitars. And I yeah. was like, wow, I've been kind of in another world <laughs> for the last 20 years. And so I started going to their open mic. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I played some songs. And, they, and various people at McCabe's were very encouraging. Uh-huh. You know, and so it just went from there. I just got more and more into it, yeah. <laughs> less and less into writing music for film and television. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. wow.
0: And so, how many records on your as as you have you produced?
1: Um, four. Oh, okay. One of them being a live album, *At the Capes*. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can. I'll give you all those. I don't think you have any. Of them. No, I,
0: I've heard *All Love*. That was it, mm-hmm. which I really really liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank I you. love acoustic blues, especially when it's it's you know with a songwriter bent. I like when that kind of merges mm-hmm. a lot
1: basically what I
0: yeah do a lot of yeah. Yeah. and so you're up here you did you did Davis this week
1: Davis and Point Richmond mm-hmm. um, and then I did a couple of radio shows um, did a radio show up in uh, where is that Ronert Park, Rohnert Park mm-hmm. up north of Petaluma okay and I did um, um, the Berkeley station um, KPFA? KPFA. yeah yeah. So yeah, it's been really great. Just fun. Various things to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll do a show um, in uh, Walnut Creek
0: Mm -hmm. on Friday. Tell Laura Zucker hi for me. I will. Give her my best. I definitely will. (laughs) She's good people.
1: So you've you've played shows with her or no?
0: I I, yeah, we've done a couple of things together. Um, You know, the store up the coast of San Gregorio, and there was something else we did, and we've you know. Oh, we just
1: stopped in there today, didn't we?
0: That's a fun place to play on the weekend. They do, they do, they do two sets of music every Saturday and Sunday. You kind of play for tips and food, oh. but it's you, you get, um, you get a mix of locals and bikers and cyclists and, and, and people are coming out of the mountains and people kind of just wayward tourists. You know, you get a mix mm-hmm. of every. It's a really fun place to play. And when did when
1: are the shows? Every
0: weekend. Saturday and in, Sunday in the evening. Um the 11 to 1 and 2 to like 5. Oh. So if you're if you're through and you have time and, you, and it kind of books up, but if you can, you can it's really fun. It's a oh, fun I, place yeah, to I play. Saw
1: Houston Jones was playing. Yeah,
0: they play there quite a bit. Uh-huh. But I, there's a local friend of ours, Jay Hallett, who lives in Pacifica and he does a, a monthly th- every every last Sunday of the month, he'll play there and so I went up there a while back and it was me and him and Laura Zucker. Kind of trading trading songs back and forth. Nice. And then she and I have bumped you know, bumped into each other at Far West too. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, good.
0: Which I haven't gone to in a couple of years and I have to go this year. I think it's in Oakland. It's in Oakland. It's close to home. So yeah, it was, it was in West Oakland West. last and Far West for you listening is a kind of a music conference. You know, mm-hmm. there's some workshops, there's a lot of networking, there's a chance to play and there's some showcases and it's a nice place to for performers to meet bookers or just meet other performers and just kind of meet other people in your tribe, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It's good. Yeah, but I missed last year and it was Oakland, and this year it's in Oakland. So it's a, it's not going to be this close to home for a couple of years, so I really need to go to this one.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. The last one I went to was in um, Irvine, I
0: think. I went to yeah. one of the Irvine ones. Yeah. Yeah, hosted a showcase room and did the whole uh, bit. And... Well,
1: now I know you, so... <laughs> There's so many people at those things; it can be overwhelming. Sometimes.
0: You know, it's it's funny because because you do meet a lot. You see a lot of friends. You meet a lot of new friends, and oh, I know you from whomever. And then, it it is kind of an energy drain, but it's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just got to pace yourself. You don't need to play till two o'clock in the morning every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. <laughs> yeah. now, have
1: you Have you been to the, any of the others? Folk Alliance No,
0: you know, I've kind of kept everything close to home. I'd like mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. expanding my reach a little bit, which we all want to do. Yeah,
1: the Austin one is the, um, uh, which one is that? Swerfa, I think. They call yeah. It.
0: That's really nice. Small it, and really nice. Austin's a small one? That'd be nice. Yes, it's small. That it's, would be nice. It's yeah. very
1: small and they really make sure that everybody has a lot of showcases just enough you know like they don't want people have too many Mm -hmm. and so some people don't get get any they they kind of will ask everybody has kind of a turn kind of that's nice very nice very nice and then the one on the east coast i've been to a couple times which Mm -hmm. i love which is huge right it's it is overwhelming
0: yeah
1: but um they have some pretty cool guest speakers they had david Amram this year Mm -hmm. uh, who i really admire and got to meet him and talk talk with him a while
0: yeah yeah, there's something to be said for a, for a small conference because you can you can just meet yes, everybody. That's true. That's And true. it's sort of like if you go to a you know a little music festival like American River or a big giant one with five stages, it's like where do you go? <laughs> <laughs> what do you go see? I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I haven't played many festivals. So it's just I played Kerrville. Uh huh. A couple times.
0: Um, and you did pretty well at Kerrville. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I won one of those um, New Folk. Uh huh. Um,
0: have you gone to Sisters or up that way, up in Oregon? I Haven't
1: gone there. I've, I've, um, I'd like to play up there. Yeah. Um, a lot of these festivals take it takes, you know, you have to sort of campaign.
0: You to do. Get, to get you do. You've got to be on you've got to be on people's radar for certain things and. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was some. There's another. There's a. Kate Wolf is it? That's, mm-hmm. in, California. That's in Laytonville. That's big too. That I'd like to play up there and and actually the DJ we were just with. Monday night was saying he was going to, he knew the people that mm. ran that and he was going to send some stuff up to them.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a matter of, you know, having good material is only get you so far. You've got to just kind of yeah. get out there and you meet the right people that, you meet the people that like what you do and eventually it kind of cascades right. a little bit.
1: That's what it, it seems to be
0: the, yeah. to be the case. <laughs> the right person at the right time. Right. So, um, so, Oh Love is the newest one and when did mm-hmm. that come out and. It's a great it record.
1: Thank you. Yeah, came out at the beginning of last year, so um, so I've been sort of supporting it all year mm-hmm. long. I think the whole idea of like launching records, you know, for with a three month window or something is sort of gone. Yeah, I think we have because people come to the music all different ways, mm-hmm. so that it's it's worth to take at least a year or a year and a half to promote an album. Now I think
0: I, th- I think so. In fact. Um... I did a little holiday release in, in November, and I, I did an intentional like three-studio song, three-live song. And I knew it would have a short window, but I thought, I only have to spend like two months pushing it, then I can relax. Mm-hmm. But the last full record I did was a couple of years ago. And what I'm finding is I'll, I'll play somewhere to new people, and they're like, oh, I love... It's, it's new to them. Of course. The first time people yeah. hear those songs, it's new to them, so it's yeah. still a new record. Yeah, this... Now, with this... 15 years goes by, maybe it's time, you know...
1: Right, but I think that the, um, well, I used a radio promotion person from the East Coast, and her mm-hmm. her approach to the whole thing was, um, this is an awareness campaign, and yeah. people yeah. need to know who you are, and that takes a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, so, and she was one, she said, forget, you know, I mean, I use, her, her promotional campaign was for three months, mm-hmm. but... She said, "Do not. It does not end there. It just kind of stretch, stretch it out, and wherever you play, you promote that album. Right. For and and that makes a lot of sense to me because it, I go places and I play. Even I was on the radio in Berkeley on Sunday. That was Mary Tilson's show. Mm-hmm. Um, America's Back Forty, which yeah. is a, is, gets a really reaches a wide range mm-hmm. of places. And she said, 'Gee, I'm, you know I'm late.'" coming to you here's your fourth album and i've just really discovered you mm-hmm. and she was just loving the stuff yeah nice but you realize that's the thing you know the, the challenge is to try and get your your material in front of people so they can even know you exist yeah yeah
0: you
1: know? and once you do you know i find that if i put get people in a room and they hear it
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah, get some fans. And what's nice from the other side, whether it's an audience or a DJ, if they, you know, if you, if you, this, you know, quote unquote, discover some new songwriter you didn't know, and all of a sudden they've got a catalog, you've got all this new material to listen to. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, what's this? What's this? What's this?
1: Yeah, we ended up leaving lots of CDs with DJs <laughs> this time because they had one uh-huh. that they've been playing. They said, "Oh, there's more. Let's see. Yeah, so, that's good.
0: That's yeah. Fun. Have you reached into, into Europe for DJs? or Are you kind of focusing on domestic, or is it kind of a mix? This
1: on this record, I went, I did go out to, a, um, I used a, a radio person in Europe mm-hmm. um, that a lot of people use, and he's been, yeah. So I've been, I've been on the radio in, you know, lots in the Netherlands, yeah. which apparently is a pretty big market for Americana.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, um, it is. Some
1: in the UK, um, you know, mostly uh, I guess a couple stations in Ireland. Um, Scotland, um, but that it'll you know there'll be these random stations. Like I'll get a report back that you know yeah. those two stations in Italy. They love
0: you in Belgium, really. Yeah, yeah, Belgium. Belgium's uh, big. Uh,
1: Belgium's big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little country, but I'm big in Belgium. Yeah. I'm sure. I've gotten that
0: too. But... Yeah. So so it's, it's it's neat too. It's nice. It's nice to know that, that something you've done reached that far, and somebody took the time to listen to it and replay it for their people. That means That's a lot. Right.
1: Yeah. And I yeah. I do try to. You know, keep in contact with those people so that if yeah, exactly. if somebody does play it, I write them an email and yeah. just try to connect. And that's been fun. You yeah. Know, with, um, and I'm hoping that that will translate into some uh, at least a preliminary tour. Mm-hmm. You know, to find a few places. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I've kind of found, especially with people that are that far away, if I, I really I've really been enjoying doing videos behind my songs, adding some adding some visual story kind of support because I do write a lot of story songs. So if mm-hmm. I. Know somebody played my song and I finally get around to a video for it, I'll make sure and send them a copy or send them a link and they seem to appreciate that because you remember them and mm-hmm. you know it's a nice. And yeah, if they like I the song, it. they're going to watch the video mm-hmm. and kind of remind them, oh, there's a song that I liked. Because mm-hmm. you know, if you're a DJ, like if you're, if you're a, a presenter or even a performer keeping up, you're just it's really hard to keep up with all the new music out there. So,
1: yeah, and they get bombarded. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah they
1: get so much new stuff. So, um, anything you can do, I suppose, is. Yeah, it's helpful.
0: all in the spirit of you know, you know, being appreciative and right. you can be appreciative and remind them at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is nice. Well, I'd like to hear a song. If you'd like to play something for us, okay. yeah. yeah, it's a callings. If you're listening at home, they
1: don't they don't come tuned. So this is a tune. Uh, this is actually off of my first album. But it's called uh, "Traveling Shoes." sort of about the, um, the folks that built the Hoover
0: Dam. Oh, okay. I've
1: been hearing Grandpa's ghost calling out to me Looking for that sweet land, California Where the honeysuckle blossoms Tumble to the sea Looking for that sweet land, California he walked out of Arkansas in 1934 Looking for that sweet land, California Didn't want very much, just a little more Looking for that sweet land, California There's a sense of citrus on the breeze And the land gets down upon its knees To touch the ever-restless seas and wipe the slate dust on his shoes, making for that sweet land California, no need to worry son, we got no union dues if you're making for that sweet land California, but he helped out with the grading and they asked him if he'd stay, making for that sweet land California, started up a family, put his traveling shoes away. So that sweet land, California.
0: We carved the
1: stone lifted sand, cut the steel with burnished hands. We run the water across the land and turn the valleys green. We'll lie in the cool grass beneath the lemon sky. His shoes will take me to the sea before I die Thinking about that sweet land, California Well, he took out those trusty shoes in the spring of 69 Thinking about that sweet land, California sat down on his front porch and said, this is where I'll lie With my dreams of that sweet land, California lifted sand, we cut the steel with burnished hands, we run the water across the land and turn the valleys green. There's a sense of citrus on the breeze, and the land gets down upon its knees to touch the ever-restless seas and wipe the slate clean. A pause goes calling out to me Looking for that sweet land, California Where the honeysuckle blossoms Tumble to the sea Looking for that sweet land,
0: California
1: Nice. Thank
0: you. Love a story song, too. How about one-off, oh love, and then we'll, we'll call it a podcast. Okay. You wanna?
1: Did you? Were you interested in hearing that? La, uh, the, the last, last to leave? leave.
0: Yes. I love the rhyming in that song. It's, the, the words are really just locked nice together. And my wife has these little solar dancing things that are cute,
1: but they they pick up on the podcast. Oh, those you hear a little clicking it that's a, like a that's a, the yeah it's not it's character cute. okay so this is called um, The Last to Leave <laughs> I keep my eyes open I try most days to keep my ear to the ground. But I never saw this freight train. i mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: And if you heard the beeps on the podcast when the door opened, you can just pick up a copy of Oh Love and hear that song over and over without the beeps. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, beautiful songs and nice meeting you. Well, nice meeting you. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Once again, Ernest Troost with a couple of live songs off the record, Oh Love. That last one, again, was called The Last to Leave. And if you want to hear the whole thing without the doorbell beeping, you can pick that up. O oh, Love is the record. You can find it at ErnestTroost.com. It's E-R-N-E-S-T-T-R-O-O-S-T.com. You can also find out more about this podcast at MichaelGaither.com. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R dot com. Uh, Ernest, if you're listening, thank you again for, for dropping by and playing and talking. And Evangeline, if you're listening, which you might be at some point, thanks for turning me on to Ernest. We definitely want to have him play around here. And uh, it's, it's always, for, for me, it's always inspiring watching somebody put that kind of bluesy acoustic stuff. I love that kind of picking, and it was right in front of me, so that was very cool. So that's it for Songs and Stories. Again, Ernest Truce was our guest. He has four records out. You can find them at ErnestTruce.com. You can also go to my site, michaelgethu.com, and check out um, all my records as, as well as the new video for She's My Superpower which was a lot of fun. We actually shot out with two cameras and a little GoPro and a lot of editing and a lot of fun and a really fun, lively crowd. So check that out. Check out Ernest's music. And if you haven't done so, you can subscribe to this podcast for free in iTunes, unless you found it on my website or Twitter or one of the interwebs, or if you're listening on Casey Cafe or... Grateful Dread Radio Nashville, you can hear it again next week, Uh, the next episode coming up every, every week on those two wonderful online radio stations. And again, you can also subscribe to it for free on iTunes. So lots of places to find this. And I'm always looking for, you know, people that are really cool that maybe you haven't heard of and hopefully should. So that's kind of what the goal of this show is. I hope you enjoy it. And um, love to hear your comments. You can almost always find me at Michael at MichaelGaither.com and let me know what you think of the show. And if you're a, a fan of this kind of music and you have somebody you think might be a great interview, let me know. I can also Skype if they're not local or coming through. Always happy to talk to people. Once again, I'm Michael Gaither for Songs and Stories. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.